Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Terry Jordan. Terry has 20 years of experience in launching and growing businesses. She had her first business launch at the age of 16. I'm really interested to hear about that. And then she also has just lots of sales management, product development experience, even eight years of legal experience, which would include intellectual property. And she has 18 years of media production. Right now, she is the owner of a company called Wise Webs, where she specializes in web development. She also is very fluent in multiple programming languages. She has a love for all things business, and she gets a lot of fulfillment out of helping her clients develop and scale their businesses. She's a graduate of UMKC's eScholars Entrepreneurial Program, and she continues to mentor other aspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to the show today, Terry. Thank you, Kelly. 16 years old, you started your first business. Tell us about that. Uh, well, I did. I did. I, I was 16. Um, you know, I grew up around dinner table talks for business, so that was my real first taste of business. So, um, you know, I, I remember I was in a, a class in high school, and one of my teachers had a need for a photographer, and I was studying photography. I had a love, a love of photography. And uh, they needed someone to, you know, photograph the team and do all the individual images and things like that. So she said, hey, you, you want to do this? And I thought, yeah, why not? So I went out and, you know, sourced the lab, got the materials, figured out my costs, went out and photographed them, dealt with all the parents, and, and that was my first job. And I, and I did that for a little while, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. Well, and obviously it was just a forerunner of so many other things to come. You said that business was dinner table talk. Did you ha- Were your um, parents entrepreneurs? What did you mean by that comment? So um, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. I I would have never thought that I would I would have been one for sure. But um, you know my my dad dabbled in entrepreneurialism, and uh, even though he has I think he had about 42 years of distribution and sales management and and things like that. You know he also had a stint at running some businesses earlier in his career, and so you know I, I got to learn from him, and he's been one of my you know biggest mentors. But both of my grandfathers were also entrepreneurs. Um, my dad's father was an incredible salesman. The stories my dad tells uh, are pretty incredible. But you know, my my mother's father was also an entrepreneur, and they had a grocery store. And you know, he he had he did other you know odd odd jobs and things like that, and he built businesses out of them. So looking back now that I'm an entrepreneur, it just kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I've kind of been prepared my entire life for this. Just would have never thought that my you know path would have taken me here. Sure. Well, you know the old adage that, uh, or the old argument about, are entrepreneurs born or not made? I think that you <laughs> give testimony to the fact that they're, it's in the genes. In some cases, you're an example of that. So, although you didn't think you were going to be one, well, fast forward us to uh, Wise Webs and how you got sure. started with that. Because it sounds like you could have gone in a lot of different directions. Yeah. You know, I, I think when when I was younger, I had this deep fear of just being bored with my career, being stuck. 
being trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I tried several different things. Uh, you mentioned I, I worked in the legal field for eight years. You know, I thought that was a path that I wanted to build, you know, a big career in. I thought I wanted to be, you know, a corporate attorney. I thought that was, that was the big girl job I needed. Um, but, you know, I, I did that. I got the experience, and I decided it wasn't for me, and I moved on. But I had the experience that I carried forward with me, like in the other industries I worked in. So um, I found myself at this crossroads, and I, I had an idea for a company that would help people find foods uh, that were allergen-free. So I, I had uh, borderline ovarian cancer, and I had uh, a surgery. And around that time, I started having symptoms of, of food allergies and intolerances, things like that. So I'd get short of breath when I would eat things, and my short-term memory started to go. I just started having all these strange, uh, strange symptoms. So I wanted to help people find food to eat because it was very difficult to find food. Um, I could travel and find things, but couldn't always find things in here in Kansas City. So I had an idea to build an app or a database or something that would help um, you know, people be able to sort and find things that were appropriate for their diet. And so I set out on this journey and I thought, okay, well, the problem is I don't have the money to have that built, nor do I know how to do it. So I thought, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to have to learn how to do it. And so that's what I did. I put my social life on hold for a few years, and I kind of hold myself up in you know, our, our, our spare, uh, spare bedroom, which I turned into an office. And around the clock, I learned how to code. I took a couple of classes and just parked in front of the computer and just didn't stop until I got pretty close. And then, you know, like so much of us entrepreneurs, I had to go get a little mini day job. I wanted to check in, check out, and hit it off with my boss, and that turned into a nationwide sales career. So I did that wow. for a little while, and then I came back to this idea, and, you know, um, I was building websites on the side for people while I was, uh, you know, funding this project for myself. Someone told me about the eScholars program. She said, I think it would be great for your web development company. And I thought... Yeah, maybe, but what about that original idea I had, the whole reason why I learned how to code in the first place? Right. So I pitched the idea, got accepted, and um, the rest was kind of history as far as creating that uh, company. They helped me accelerate it. I was able to get it off the ground. We shipped out boxes. I was able to source product from manufacturers, and it was a really great experience. Mm-hmm. Where's that company now? Are you still running it, or have you sold it? What, what's the status? Well, I kind of found myself in, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a predicament. I was running two companies at once. You know, bad bad problem to have, right? <laughs> you know, so I, I had options, which was great. But at some point, you know, running these, I was running them both by myself. And so I thought, okay, I, I can either continue, you know, kind of watering down both of these companies, or I can put all of my effort in one direction and really try to make it successful. And as I scaled the the, the company that uh, the food allergy company is called Great Box, G R A B O X. Yeah, with the number yeah, number eight. Food, yeah, Great Box. Yeah, yeah, food foods free the top eight allergens. So I noticed some issues as I was growing that company. So I, I had no problems calling up manufacturers and getting them to give me free products. Um, but as the company scaled, and I needed to obtain more product their tolerance to, you know, withstand um, gaps in their cash flow to give me that free product, um, you know, just kind of dwindled. Sure. So I started encountering 
you know, profitability issues as I grew because I had to buy the product and um, sourcing issues. So, so a lot of different things. So here I am, which company am I going to feed? And with WiseWebs, I just I get to I get to go into you know companies and help them grow, and I get all this variety, and that's a huge honor to be able to walk into a company and help someone, um, you know you know grow their company. It's just a huge huge honor. Right. So I love it. I made I totally made the right decision. <laughs> and and so now you are helping others grow their businesses. Is Great Box? Tell me again, Great Box. Yeah, great box. Uh-huh. Great box. Is that on hiatus, or is it just, com- or is it completely closed down at this point? Well, so uh, I keep, I, ha- I still have the website up, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I still have a lot of flattened boxes, um, but it, it is kind of on hiatus now. Um, I don't have plans to 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 go back into it. Although my business partner, whom I met when I was in e scholars, um, you know, he he keeps talking about wanting to, to kind of resurrect the idea and, and kind of, you know, breathe some life into it. But I'm, I'm just having a blast working on WiseWebs, and that's, that's where I'm putting all my focus sure. right now. Well, let's talk about WiseWebs. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I ta- we talked about developing websites when I introduced you, but mm-hmm. uh, obviously that takes many different paths. So, so tell us about what WiseWebs does for companies. Sure. Um, so, so our main goal is to help companies scale and grow. That's that's our number one goal. Most of the um, pain points that bring our customers through the door are going to be tech based. So it could be something as simple as a marketing website, or it could be marketing automation gone awry. It could it could be anything in between. Um, you know, whenever I was learning to code and kind of devoting my my life in that area, I learned, like you said, multiple programming languages. Um, different pieces of technology, different platforms. So even though I'm, you know, I, ha- I have a strong tech background, um, you know, the people that, that are working at WiseWebs and are kind of you know, part of our team are really what's helped the company scale and grow. Um, and a big part of that beyond the technology is the strategy. So if somebody comes in and says, I have a tech problem, we back up and we say, hey, let's just stop. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the company? What are your goals? What are you trying to do? Because the last thing we want to do is recreate the problem. Right. Yeah. Um, so you don't – somebody comes in and they, says, they say, I want a website or I want social – because you're a full-service digital agency, so you could yeah, develop we, a website. You could mm-hmm. help them with social media, uh, a number of different things in the digital arena. But instead of just saying, okay, we'll build you a website – you say, well, let's get a better idea of what you're trying to accomplish before you even exactly. start that website. And you might even find right. out they don't need a new website. They might need, <laughs> they just might need, uh, you know, some help having driving people to the website or something like that. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I had a call with a prospective client yesterday, and going into the call, I was under the impression that he wanted a complete rebuild. Mm-hmm. Well, after talking with him. Uh, it was pretty obvious that he didn't need that. He really just wanted, um, you know, a, a fresh design, which we could do with his existing platform. And I made sure to ask him some questions, such as, um, like, the platform he's using right now, he's paying a monthly fee, and it's an e-commerce platform. So I said, hey, you know, are you fine paying those monthly fees? Or do you want to move to a, a more independent platform where you're not paying those monthly fees? It would be more of an investment up front, but in the long long haul, you'd recoup that. And he said, you know what, I'm totally fine paying those monthly fees. 
and if it's, then you don't need it. Let's just re redesign your website. Let's talk about some strategy. So we're going to have a whiteboard session next week, and we're just going to make sure we haven't missed anything. Make sure we're hitting all the goals, making sure we're not missing any opportunities to uh, you know, pick up some leads for them, things like that, and uh, just just start from the beginning. What are some of the common problems? Having dealt with so many businesses now, what are some of the common web problems in particular that you see with your clients? I would say, um, so one of the things that we always do is, you know, like I, like I mentioned, we'll sit down and say, hey, tell us the magic that's your company. You know, what makes, you know, working with you so much better than your competitors? And the stories that they often tell us don't match the stories that they're pushing out. They don't match what's uh, you know on their website and their social. It's it's almost like it's two different companies sometimes. So we see that a lot, and that that that's where we have to just back up and uh, really make sure that we're getting the full story of their company. Um, I would say there's a lot of missed opportunities. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of opportunities to pick up leads. So, you know, a lot of things that they need to be asking themselves whenever they're either auditing their existing website or starting out uh, to develop a new one, they need to, under, they need to first of all, make sure they understand who they are as a company. And True. not every customer that walks through our door really gets that. Mm-hmm. And we can help them with that, but, but we have to first understand whether or not we understand who we are. Sure. So well, I, I would say start there. Yeah, and this, this story that when you talk to the company, the, all this passion may come out, and this you know this real competitive distinction. But when you get to their website, it just looks like uh, some brochure kind of website that makes them look like a commodity. And uh, like you say, two different companies, and it's so important to tell that story and to let the personality of the company, which is often a reflection of the owners and the employees, you know, to come out. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, people yeah, always get absolutely. stuck on people always get stuck on um, the products and the services, and they forget mm-hmm. about the people who are delivering them <laughs> themselves and their staff. They do, they too. They they kind of turn into these mechanical technicians whenever they want to push out what their services are, and you know that's just we could do better than that. You know, we really could. So um, I, I would say that that's a big one, just understanding who they are, making sure they're taking advantage of the opportunity to tell their story. Right. Um, what are the advantages of using, you know, your services or, or your, your products as opposed to your competitors and really understanding what, what are the disadvantages? Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to really look at both sides. Um, and then yeah, what do you point. want your viewers to know? Um, you know, what information do you want them to gather from the website? Um, then what do you want them to do? Mm-hmm. You, you, you're pushing information? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, are, you, are you wanting to collect... Um, certain information to gather leads from your website, which you should be. Um, and if you are, are you collecting the right information? Are you providing your team with a bunch of non-lead leads or are they qualified leads? So th- those are things to, to think about and make sure that um, you know, you're gathering the right information. And then once you think you have it down pat, walk through um, the website yourself as though you're a potential customer. Mm-hmm. And are you, are you providing too many steps for me to give me the information you want um, that was something that, you know, we worked with a client um, a couple weeks ago. He had a lot of concern about, um, it was a big online retailer that was coming into his space, and he was really concerned that they were going to snatch up a lot of his business, and he also sells online. And so I said, okay, well, let's just pull up both websites, and let's count the number of clicks it takes to get to your shopping cart 
into their shopping cart. Mm-hmm. We had like five more steps. Oh, wow. Five more opportunities for me to just give up. So is that user experience something that's um, you know, conducive to you getting the kind of sales and leads and, and conversions that you're looking for? Yeah. Well, you know, that's, uh, when you talk about the number of clicks, how has mobile, the fact that so many people are now looking up information on the web via their mobile phones, how has that changed the way websites need to be built, their functionality, and uh, just how much how much business it can drive to you, how many leads you can get? How's mobile? Basically, just how's mobile impacted all of this? Oh, dramatically, and it, and it's it's really kind of become common knowledge now that your website needs to be optimized for mobile. But it, it's there's so many sites out there that that just aren't, um, you know, they're not taking the necessary steps to be mobile friendly. Um, and just just converting it so that it's mobile friendly sometimes isn't even enough. Um, sometimes you need to have a you know have a different, um, not, I wouldn't say a completely different website, but the way that you display that content, it it just needs to be so much um, different sometimes than like your desktop. Mm-hmm. Um, is it really is it really easy for me to seamlessly you know kind of scroll through the information I need so that I can get where I need to go? Um, you know, it, yeah. I mean, we're we're living in a an age where we're we're glued to our phones, so you you got to really you know build and allow for that. Sure. You know, this time has gone so fast today already. But if you had to leave our listeners with just a thought uh, of something that they can go out and do with their website right now, if they're not already doing it. What would it be? We talked about actionable items a few minutes ago. What what kind of action yeah. do you recommend they take? I I would probably say just understand where you where you're sitting with your website. Um, really put yourself in your customer's shoes and walk through that website and see how easy it is to get the kind of information you want them to have, um, to gather the information from them. Um, just you know just continue to put yourself in your customer's shoes. And continue to try to understand your customer because, as we all know, as soon as you think you understand your customer, they're going to change on you. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, I, w- I would say just make sure you're, you know, you're you're really kind of looking at it from their perspective, and you're and you're providing them the information about your company in the way that you would want them to receive it. That's okay. probably the simplest piece of advice. <laughs> well, but it's important. You got to start there. So if you wanted, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, Terry, how would they do that? Um, they can reach out to me um, through our website, which is wisewebs.com. It's W-I-Z-E-W-E-B-Z is in zebra.com. Uh, they can also reach me uh, via my, my mobile phone. Happy, happy to have people reach out to me if they're, if they're interested or need some help. 913-235-3196. Okay. And again, if probably the easiest way to remember is uh, wisewebs.com, and that's W-I-Z-E-W-E-B-Z.com. And you can go out there, and I suppose that through that website, too, they can get to you with via email or some other means, right? Sure, yep, or Terry at wisewebs.com. Absolutely. Terry at wisewebs, and Terry with uh, two R's and an E, T-E-R-R-I at wisewebs.com. So it's been, wonderful having, it's been wonderful having you on the show today, Terry. I really appreciate hearing about your entrepreneurial story and to find out all the different ways that WiseWebs can help our listeners. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Kelly. It's been great. Thanks. 
And if you'd like to learn how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.